Welcome everyone back to Bold of You to Say. We're back with another episode. We talked a lot about WandaVision. We went over some theories that we have about what's going to happen next. We talked about the first three episodes. And yes, I do realize that this episode is coming out on the release date of the fourth episode. Oh, shit. That's the price we pay by recording early in the week and releasing later in the week. Damn. That gives us an opportunity because if we make a prediction and it comes true in what is going to be today's episode, we get mega bragging rights. Hell yeah. So we didn't have a news minute this episode. I, I was gonna, but you know, I just wasn't feeling that vibe. So we just talked a whole bunch about WandaVision. We got into an argument. Uh, you want to stick around for that. Ended really uh, stupidly. Um, Beautifully for like... <laughs> And then we just shit talk Matt Pat for the rest of the time. Yeah, fuck Matt Pat, honestly. Fuck Matt Pat. Like, if you if you if you're watching us, Matt Pat, go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, before we get into all that WandaVision stuff, enjoy Jared uh, explaining Inhumans uh, because he accidentally I watched, watched the it, rug. which I think is the only way anyone has ever watched or will ever watch Inhumans. <laughs> Anyway, like, comment, subscribe, ring that notification bell, uh, subscribe so you don't miss the next episode if you're not subscribed already, uh, leave a like, leave a review, blah, 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 give us money, all that stuff. Now enjoy the show. Yeah, or else. So I told you to watch WandaVision and you were, uh, you were saying just a minute ago you were I, watching uh, the wrong show. Yeah, I, it was late at night. And I, I just got off playing other games and stuff, and I was, like, really tired. I was like, ah, oh, before I go to bed, I'll get, like, an episode of this show and stuff, and that'll be good and all. Uh, that didn't happen. I got the wrong show. For some reason, I had Inhumans in my head. I don't remember why. But I was like, oh, that's the show Alex wanted me to watch. Yeah, let's watch it. I think you probably told me not to watch it. And my brain, being sleepy and stupid, got it all mixed up. I didn't even realize. Oh, it's on Disney Plus. It makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense that it would be on Disney Plus, but I don't. I've just heard people talk about it so little that it just has never like registered in my mind as something that's available. Yeah, no, I just saw it in my bar, and I was like, oh, "That's the show Alex was asking me about. That that must be the new one." Because I don't ever remember seeing it before. And I was like really tired, so I put the first episode on, and let me tell you, this is the worst show I've ever seen. Really? Okay, so I have not seen it. So uh, allow me to made... describe to you a character. Yeah, they made one season of this in 2017, and that's the last anyone has ever talked about it. Yeah, there's a good reason for it. This is. Let me describe to you one character from it, and I'll let you take a guess who he is. So this character. When you're introduced to him, they have this whole thing set up where they sort, like, people based on how cool their powers are, basically. Like, you have the cool powers, you're the the elite, you have the terrible powers, you, you work in the mines. Standard phrenology stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so they have this guy, he goes in, he's got, like, one of the shitty powers, so they throw him into the mines. What's his power? So what he does, though, is... I don't remember. It, I was, like, fucking four in the morning, and I just... Was I it, was not interested because it, it was something bad stupid like talking shit. to animals or something like that. I don't. I think you could see the future or some shit like that. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's a cool power, but he has to have a, 
you know, he he's terrible, so but this guy though, he he decides to rally all of the slaves and he's like, "Okay, we're going to we're going to march in the capital. We're going to take over. We're going to force them to change things. We're going to storm the capital." Yeah, basically. <laughs> so he like he goes and he leads this rebellion against the elite and uh you know, he's like he's like leading the these like poor downtrodden people against like these like rich assholes and stuff like that. Now, at what point is this taking place? Is this first episode like in the beginning? Mid-season? Yeah, this is like first episode okay. and shit. And uh so this guy goes and he like, you know, he takes over and stuff. Now take a guess. What what would you say he is? Is he the bad guy or the good guy? Oh, he's gonna end up being the bad guy, isn't he? Right off the bat, he's the villain. Oh <laughs> the guy they Okay, right after saying that, <laughs> I just read the description. I just read yeah. the description for the show. Uh, the never-before-told adventure of the royal family. Yep. So yep. that's how you know this is going to be some anti-proletariat the fa- shit. The beautiful thing about the royal family is that they still don't see anything wrong with what they're doing, and they think that they're the ones that are right. They don't have a moment at any point in that episode. It's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't stop treating people like shit. They just, you know, they're just rich assholes. And these are the heroes. Yeah, these are the Inhumans. These are the main characters we follow. Now, my understanding (laughs) is that the Inhumans live on the moon. Yeah, they do. It's uh, That's the thing, though. In the show, you can't even tell, because they have, like... It's all like, oh, it's fake everything. It's just like Earth. But also, for some reason, they don't understand Earth culture, even though they have everything on Earth on the moon. I've never they understood, I've never understood the whole, like, Inhumans living on the moon thing. Like, okay, was, fine, but, like, you'd think, like, Neil Armstrong would, like, roll up onto one of their lawns and... You know, he'd notice shit's off. No, and no, then, no, it's hidden. Then, it's then on the dark all, side. Oh, it's on the dark side. So yeah, in this universe, the moon uh, the moon doesn't uh, rotate. It never does. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, so that's that's the first episode, and I just stopped watching at that point. I didn't finish it. Now, hold on, hold on. It goes so, on. It's it's 1969 or whenever the moon landing happened, uh, if you believe in that kind of thing. And oh my god, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin make contact with the surface. So is is this like a Toy Story situation where it's like Andy's coming, so everyone just shuts the fuck up for a half hour? I don't remember them explaining how it works, but. Because if I you think one of them no fucking one sneezes, and Neil's like, was that you? Was that you? <laughs> I have a video I want to show you. It's a uh, it's a little off topic, but this is commercial. You reminded me of that with the sneeze joke. It's a commercial bum. I think it's Bush's Baked Beans. But oh, is it one like of the I ones think- with the talking dog? No. Oh, I love This was a so Super much. Bowl commercial. And I think it was like 2012, I think they came out with it. And what the commercial is, is it's three astronauts on the moon and they put the flag down and then a fucking giant rock monster comes in and starts killing them, like ripping them apart. It's like gory and all over the top and shit. And then we zoom out to the last surviving astronaut who's hiding behind a rock and then he farts. And then the monster turns around and looks at him and then it cuts to astronauts don't eat beans. Buy our beans. That's a that's 
that's some just... odd marketing, I'd say. I will show you the video. I will send it to you. I don't think that's what the slogan was, but it was just it was so oh, it's stupid. With the, it's the spirit and I of love it. it. It's just it's just thinking about it. I just can't help but laugh because it's just why would you make that? That's like that's like all the car companies that had uh like uh, that 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 got product placement for Transformers, and then they had them be the Decepticons. So they basically were like, yeah, make our car a Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's just, so anyway, just, Inhumans though. So yeah, we got past episode one, stupid. right? No, I never did. I turned it off after the 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 guy I was rooting for was revealed to be a bad guy. Uh <laughs> it's like, oh, these are the main characters. Gross. Okay, enough of that. It just seems like um like Alien Downton Abbey, but less interesting. I mean, it's like Alien Downton Abbey, except like there's a bad guy who you really want to win. It's yeah. like you know how there were people that were like, Oh, Eric Killmonger, he's got a point and stuff when Black Panther came out. Right. Well, they decided to just double down on that, I guess, and just made the the, the good the bad guy just absolutely in the right. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, any it's like there's no possible show, way he's not the good guy in this situation. Any show that like centers around any royal family is gonna be some like weird bourgeoisie propaganda. Yeah, like no, my Lion thing King. About it, though. Lion Lion King is some weird bourgeoisie. How I can't fucking say that word. Bourgeoisie propaganda. Yeah, because, I don't know. Like it. Okay. In the Lion King, Simba's father, uh, Mufasa, that I forgot his name for a second. Um, Darth Vader yeah. is ruling over <laughs> Pride <Vader>. Rock. <laughs> yeah. And um, as far as you can tell, being an audience member, uh, he doesn't really do anything. Like, I mean, it's the animal kingdom. Yeah, it's the animal kingdom. And it doesn't seem like he has power over anything, though, because doesn't he get like stampeded by a, just a mass of rams? Those were the protesters. <laughs> I guess. Um, no, it just, no, it like, just seems like king is just a self given title. To that's them. what I'm it's saying. Like, We're king now. That's what I'm saying. I Mufasa is the, he's the king of of Pride Rock. And everyone like looks up to him and, and everything. And in in one scene, Simba's like uh like discovering death, and Mufasa's like, oh yeah, you know, we eat the antelope, and the antelope eat the grass, and when we die, we'll become the grass, I guess. And so it's revenge. <laughs> and it's like, so this isn't like a law that you put in place. This is just nature, like. This isn't like there legislation. Is no this isn't there legislation is no that you enacted. Remember how I kept making jokes about becoming the mad shotgun king when the world ends? That's basically what it is. No, There's what I no think... laws. It's complete anarchy. He's just <laughs> calling himself a king. What I think happened is like at some point, right? He assassinated the real king. <laughs> No, what I think happened is that at at some point, uh, generations ago, uh, all these animals were like kind of, you know, claiming their territory, right? Like, oh, I'm going to, you know, raise my family in this little chunk of land. Um, basically, you know, 
divvying out real estate. Um, and uh, Mufasa's uh, ancestors, the like the the first lions that lived in that area, just picked like the tallest spot they could find, and they were like, "I, I'm in charge now, everyone. I, um, <laughs> I have the biggest I, home. I decree that uh, as the uh, the highest person above sea level, uh, I, I am your king." And everyone was like. Okay. <laughs> so okay. like are you going to do what anything now? and he's going to be like I I am going to stand on this really really tall rock. And everyone just kind of let him have it. Um cuz they figured like maybe he's just having a rough time. Maybe like maybe this is like a self-esteem thing and generations later they just it, it's internalized monarchy because really what are they going to do to enforce their rule? Wasn't there a sequel called the lion guard? Okay. I haven't seen the lion King too. I know it was a, a really small, like direct to direct to VHS. Uh, Is that what they mobilized the RB to, to attack <laughs> the counterattack. And I, I remember seeing a, like a commentary video on it basically going over like the plot and what happens is that one of um i don't know if it's scar's son's kids no it's simba's kids and and like scar's daughter scar's daughter right yeah And, and scar's daughter is just you know like living with the hyenas and it's like oh what are you doing here your people were banished and it just seems like it wasn't really for any reason other than like the royal family just didn't like them personally. Oh, and the hyenas were banished? The, well, yeah, the hyenas were banished out to the Badlands and Scar oh, became right. the ruler. I forgot about that. And anyway, that's why the Inhumans didn't succeed. Because of the Lion King. It's, Fuck it, the Lion King. <laughs> it keeps ruining good shows. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at Disney Plus. uh, I'm looking at Inhumans and like where it's where where it says season one, uh, just you know, like on the on the show's like page, um, it where it says season one. I'll I'll send you a screenshot of it, but it just looks like default font. Yeah, and it's like, is that really how little of a fuck they give? I see the way it looks. I just figured that it's just placeholder. Like it's the new thing. I didn't look at the dates or anything. I just look figured the, like, oh. I know this is like a small detail, but look at the font where it says season one. Yeah. That's like. Times New Roman. Yeah, that's some like Times New Roman shit. No, that's the actual thing. That's Times New Roman. I had to uh, write so much shit in that for like reports and shit like that. Oh, I refused. I always used Arial. <laughs> I think it's a superior default font. I had to use Times New Roman. They'd mark me down every time I didn't do that. These are so stupid, but yeah, no, that's Times New Roman. That is, uh, they just fucking booted it up, threw it in Times New Roman, slapped it down there. Did they make it in fucking Squarespace? They, dude, with how shitty that whole show is, probably it's okay. Just Disney Plus as a whole is Disney Plus made with Squarespace. 
I'm yes, genuinely Alex, curious. I need I need to tell you about this. It's amazing. So okay. you, they live on the moon and they are this hyper advanced society that's all about superpowers and shit. Do you think they'd use normal Earth like tools and stuff? Like, do you think they have like normal forks and drinking straws and like a pots and pans and shit like well, that? If they don't know Hair shit clippers. about if they don't know shit about Earth culture, I'd imagine that they wouldn't have all this stuff that was specifically invented on Earth for Earth people. But they do, don't they? They do. There's a scene where they're torturing uh, Medusa, one of the royal bitches, and they cut off all her hair because that's where all her powers come from. And they just pull out an electric razor, and it's the exact razor I have in my bathroom right now. Jeez. I bought it for ten ninety nine. That's probably <laughs> look. Okay, look, I I was a PA on a fairly small movie production, and at one point we needed a prop. So did you pull it from uh, your room? <laughs> so we we needed uh, the the production design department needed a uh, uh, like a a light thing for like a like a cop car. And okay. so it was like, okay, so if anyone like knows where to get one or, or if you, you can like one bring one in, <laughs> well, the <laughs> idea is like, if you, <laughs> if you see one at like a second hand store, if you see one on eBay and you can get it, um, th- that'd be much appreciated. Uh, someone ended up just, you know, bringing one in. I feel like that's what happened with like most of, <laughs> of inhumans, just like whatever they could like find like under the couch cushions you know we need uh an entire like fancy rich people kind of looking plate collection like silverware fine dining utensils i got some nice spoons bring them in <laughs> yeah anyone got a razor like an electric razor like a shaver we just need it for just one quick scene gonna cut this wig into pieces here you go you think people would be confused that we have a lot of modern day Earth technology on the moon? Nah, they won't even notice. Just yeah, I feel like, like they didn't care with that show because none of it was well planned out. Like, like okay, first it was gonna be a movie, and they were, or, and then it was gonna be like a multi part thing, and it was gonna be in theaters. Then they were just like, "Fuck it, p- slap it on TV." Yeah. <laughs> they really oh. did not know what to do with that property and from what i gathered uh like at the time when they were making it they were really only doing it because at the time they didn't have access to the x-men yeah no that's actually it too is like they don't have the x-men or fantastic mr uh almost a mr fantastic or fantastic four so to have like the whole like oh it's the family but they have cool powers kind of thing like They'd have to do something completely different, and that's the closest thing they got. And it's yeah. the worst thing too, because it's basically just like, "Hey, let's 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 make these white supremacists the main characters." Oh, jeez, <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> I feel bad for every actor there because it's basically killed their careers. <laughs> <sighs> so anyway, like, yeah, let's get all let's that get aside. Right uh, so you I actually did watch analogy. WandaVision, right? I did, but before we do that, I just want to say it's like okay. Think of the scene in Star Wars Episode Two where they're eating food. Like, do they have normal forks or space forks? 
They have space forks. Now imagine that scene well, with did, the normal forks. Were they fork. really different from regular forks? Well, yeah, they they look like steak knives, like the little like steak fork thing. Except okay, that's just sure. their fork. It was all futury looking. Well, I, I think the, imagine, the fork. The fork is is something that's like basic enough that like you could see like any alien civilization coming up with it eventually. Yeah, but it will still feel really weird. It's like when you see, it's like, oh, they have forks too. Oh, yeah, but, but their doors in, open like buttholes. Yeah, within humans though, what what thing did they use that that you said that you had? They well, have an electric shaver. An electric. They have, they have everything. An electric like all razor. the little appliances. That's, yeah, all the appliances they have are our appliances. But the buildings are like these like ornate like Cloud City Star Wars yeah, looking see, shit. That's that's <laughs> just where looks it gets so wrong. That's where it gets weird. Because like, like they have these a like, fork among like a bunch of Star Wars stuff doesn't really stand out much. It's a pretty basic utensil, right? It's like you know complaining that there's rocks that look like shit. Earth rocks. Um, oh yeah, but an electric razor is something that is so hyper specific that like it, it just it's beyond the suspension of disbelief. Yeah. <laughs> like they I think it even has the brand name on it still. I have to look at it again. Oh. But I paused and had to do a double take. Like, is that is that my razor? But yeah, let's get on to the main topic of the show. The 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 whole pizza pie now that we're 21 minutes into it. Hey, and we filled I, our Star Wars quota. That's true. Uh, pardon me. I watched WandaVision. Very weird show. I like it. I like it a lot. I like that they're really committing to the format and they're committing to the genre. It is a very, uh, what's the word? Change of pace compared to other Marvel shows. And it's actually not that bad. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I do like the little mystery to it. Wish they'd stop focusing on, like, all the Hydra jokes, though. Well, I just like yeah. So the the commercials, I like to think that those are like, uh, sort of like dreams that Wanda is having. Yeah, like it's just kind of like subconscious stuff. Now I have a theory though. In, in the uh, there's three episodes. I watched all three of them. I'm sure you have watched all three of them. Yeah, but in the three episodes, there's uh little commercials. That happens like one every episode and they all have a reference to like Hydra or a character in Hydra like Baron Von Strucker has a watch brand and shit like that. Yeah, And there was a Stark toaster. Mm hmm. The thing is, though, it's like also along with those is like Wanda has like complete control of it. Like it's not like she's there against her will. Like the first episode seems kind of like that. But all the other episodes, she's like changing like how the the course of things are going like she doesn't like the the way one thing went so she's like oh just reverse it well yeah. uh, we'll change that up and it, it's like really making me think it's like i wonder if she's gonna be the bad guy in this like yeah like, yeah no because it seems like everyone is against their like is there against their will because there's a scene in the third episode where uh like wanda and fuck what was her name genevieve Right, that's her name. The, yeah, um, the one that she uh, kicks out her, of the simulation. Yeah, her her friend that's got like a a symbol. I don't know what that symbol is, but it's, I think it's, it's something to it's do. It's sword. It's sword. Yeah. Oh yeah, sword and shield. I forget. I'm stupid. 
but she's got the sword sh- uh, symbol on her shirt. But I know, like when uh, when they're talking and stuff, uh, Vision's outside the house, and like two of their neighbors are talking. And they've been acting weird, like, this whole episode. Like, the fucking Vision's friend, like, saw through his uh, his wall. His, like, little patio wall thing. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Bit weird, but, eh, to each their own. Yeah, that's but they're the like, sort oh, of... Oh, we should tell I, him. I, 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 I saw that as, like, the simulation breaking down. Yeah. No, I don't think it's a simulation. I think it's literally, like, uh, it's like House of M, where it's, like, Wanda's own, like, Oh yeah, reality. Oh, yeah, where yeah. she's just cut out this whole thing. To yeah, start by, by some people. By, in. Uh, by that I meant like glitch in the simulation, like as like a broader term. I don't think it's a, mm. a simulated thing. I, okay, I get what you mean now. Yeah, uh, like, I can, uh, the I can metaphorical. Get into, yeah, I can get into more specifically what I think is going on after um, after you're done with your thing. Yeah, I think it's like basically it's like somehow probably with the help of Hydra, given that there's so many references to them. Is that uh, Wanda was able to basically create her own little pocket dimension in the middle of uh, some like small town, just sucked everyone into it. And she's basically God now and refuses to let her robot boyfriend die. I feel like the ending of the show is going to be that Vision figures it out and they're going to have like uh, one of those uh, mushy gushy heart to heart. And she's like, okay, I guess I'll kill you then. And then I'll all go back to normal. Yeah. Your turn. Okay, so <laughs> um I guess I'll just open with what I think is happening. Just use like it like what, a sledgehammer. What the uh what the the sitcom is set inside of. So this is just, you know, judging based off of, you know, what has been, you know, what what they have uh shown in in the series so far, but it seems to me like Wanda is in a sort of a bubble reality that she constructed inside of a pre-existing neighborhood and everyone in that neighborhood just kind of got mind melted into a, a new identity. So when Wanda, you know, isn't around or, you know, she's sleeping or whatever, everyone else in the town either just kind of, I, like they they go like idle like a sim or they kind of drift back into like who they really are so that's how you get moments like uh like oh should we like should we tell vision or you know like when uh when agnes and uh and herb were were talking outside of the in in the uh in the lawn yeah and like the doctor though he made a he made a good like little quip thing and says what is it uh he, like he's talking to vision and uh, he's like, oh, I don't think I'm going to go on my vacation after all. Uh, you know, small towns, uh, they're hard to escape from. Yeah, yeah, I know. But he like, that really too. draws like attention to the they're hard to escape from part. And it's like, oh, geez, I, I don't think any of these people are here willingly. Yeah, but like it, I still honestly don't know how much they know, like how lucid they are. Yeah, I think it's like um, uh, only in like like how you're saying was like complete control, except for like some moments where it breaks and stuff. Because there's a whole bunch of stuff where like the things outside of the bubble reality are like leaking into it, and it like yeah. messes with the people. Pardon me. Yeah, I think it, it also it depends entirely on Wanda's it's like Wanda's um, concentration. 
yeah, like when she is giving birth or whenever, when, like, you know, when, when she's losing Fucking, control and, and like the lights are flickering and everything's going crazy. Like that's her, you know, losing her ability to focus and keep everything contained. So that's yeah. how you get moments of lucidity. Um, I also think it depends on the, um, I guess, uh, like the cognitive abilities, if that's the right word, like basically how uh, susceptible you are to uh, mental manipulation. Yeah. Where like there's varying degrees that you see of how um, under the spell certain people are like, you know, the, the married couple from the first episode, um, they're just, they're pretty much under it. 100%. Oh, yeah, um, Mr. Hart and Mrs. Hart. Yeah. Cause it's just, you know, some guy and, and, uh, and, and his wife and, and they're just, you know, regular ass people. The doctor may be a little less susceptible because, like, you know, smart doctor, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this is just me talking out of my ass, by the way. But I also think that, um, uh, fuck, what's her name? The one that Wanda kicked out at the end of the third episode. Genevieve. Genevieve. Yeah. So you know that that's Monica Rambeau, right? Who? Um, have you seen Captain Marvel? A long time ago, and I I don't remember much. Okay, from so it. wasn't she like her friend? Uh, it was the uh, the kid of of uh, Carol's friend. Ah, so, so yeah, she the, just went out and joined uh, Shields like second division thing then. Yeah, yeah. So okay. she's uh, a sword operative at this point, and she gets sent in. And I imagine she got you know, like some kind of training prior to going in, which is why, you know, like she's, she's, she's a little bit under it. it. Yeah. She's a little bit under it. Like when we first see her, she's either playing a character or she's just kind of going along with it. But then yeah. once, uh, once Wanda has the twins, I don't know if this is, um, Monica, being able to break out of it on her own or if it's just Wanda losing concentration for a moment. But that's, you know, when, when she's like, Oh, your brother was killed by Ultron. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's probably a combination of the two, but anyway, uh, I also wanted to touch on how it got to that point. Like how Wanda, found herself in this bubble reality because I have a couple of different ideas for how, you know, this idyllic version of, of, uh, of life came about. Yeah. I think it has something to do with like some of the commercials, like what they're talking about and stuff. I feel like it really heavily implies that it's Hydra and probably Strucker like coming back and like actually doing some stuff like they're probably tricking Wanda into helping them by giving her this ideal reality maybe because like Stru Strucker is dead but like he you know he's he was one of the original original Hydra members in the comics and he dies in there but he comes back as a cyborg later on so like 
Yeah, and to be clear, eh. I don't. I know I said earlier he was probably killed for war crimes or ac- executed for war crimes. Um, same thing, official sounding title, and but but like I don't I don't know I don't know where yeah, he no, is like, at this point. Because there's that scene I forget which one it is, but there's the scene where I forget who it was, but I think it's Winter Soldier just like went through and killed a bunch of people. You see the the helmet cam of it, and they like identify Strucker as one of them. I think it was in Civil War. Actually, like the start of Civil War. Maybe it was um, Crossbones. I don't remember. No, I don't think... No, I don't think Winter Soldier killed a bunch of Hydra people, did he? Because I just no, watched I it recently. It was, um, was someone else then, but I remember there being... I know yeah, Zemo was going around to different Hydra people looking for information, but I don't, I don't think anyone went on a Hydra massacre. Yeah, no, I remember there was a, one of the Marvel movies had a scene in it, like one of the like I guess tier two ones, where it's like the winter, where it's like the whole Winter Soldier story arc shit. I know one of them has a scene where the, it's a helmet cam sweep of a room after a successful raid. It's probably like yeah. some random Shield soldiers. Now that I think about it. Uh, yeah, no, but they uh, they have like a quick pan of the room and they show all the people they killed, and like one of them was Strucker. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Either either Strucker is still alive or he's dead, but he's gonna come back. I. I, uh, I it doesn't really matter what happened to him. They're gonna do whatever yeah. they want, regardless. Oh yeah, because it's the new Marvel stuff. It looks yeah. fun. So so you were saying you think that they're. I think like doing something to Wanda. Something, yeah, like to try and like use her powers for their own their own means because you know it's Hydra. They probably have an ulterior goal. But yeah, Wanda they might be trying already, to like harvest her or something. Yeah. <laughs> but like with Wanda, you know, already being in an emotionally damaged state, the, yeah. it's very easy to trick her into helping them. Well, you know it's what like, that oh, reminds yeah, we'll me of? We'll amplify your powers and give you a whole place and you can have vision level. All you got to do is let us do tests. You know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Um, In Ben 10 season four, episode one, uh, perfect day. Uh, yeah. the forever nights have been in like a simulation where it's, you know, like a, a perfect day and he gets everything yeah. that he wants. Um, and that's just to keep him pacified while they remove the Omnitrix. It could be something yeah. like that. I think it's they're like that. Like harvesting her more... powers and they're just keeping her in some kind of, you know, vegetative, uh, hallucinating state. I think it's like that, except it's also like she's a little bit willing with it. Cause like I think they're doing House of M with this, where she's like having like a whole mental breakdown about Vision's death, and it's just kind of like yeah. warping reality and stuff. That's yeah, that's kind of like one theory that I've seen that I think is uh a pretty good one. Yeah. But uh instead of uh Hydra which I think I don't think they're going to really do anything with Hydra in WandaVision because one, they've done a lot with Hydra and I think they're kind of doing the, uh, they're, they're, they're fighting Hydra for like the last time in Falcon and the Winter Soldier because I like Hydra is like phase one, phase two uh, level, you know, like, they they used to be like you know really big in power and stuff and I I think that it, Hydra has just run its course and I think they're kind of gonna uh, I mean, that's complete the, thing, though, the Hydra like, um, storyline with uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I think it's more likely 
that if Wanda is under any kind of influence or um or or if she's you know made any kind of deal with the devil i think it's actually a deal with the devil i think if if it's something like what you're saying it's going to be mephisto yeah it'd be like i kind of want there to be mephisto cuz you know cuz if they add him in then they can easily get the the x men into it too and shit but at the same time though it's like I don't know. I don't I don't want to rule out Hydra entirely yet just because like I feel like they might build them up a little bit more before they take them out cuz we haven't even gotten AIM or any of the other enemy factions introduced yet. It's just been we Hydra. Got AIM. Really where? In Iron Man 3, um I mean it, it was Shit. just AIM in name alone. Um oh, Aldrich Killian was in charge of AIM. Oh. I will admit it it wasn't very fleshed out or anything. There it was, was just no Modoc in name only. Yeah, no Modoc. Um, it's not aim. Not the same. Not the same aim. Not the, Get out of the game. Aim. Lame aim. But I think <laughs> it makes more sense that it would be Mephisto because creating a bubble reality and giving someone their idyllic life. Again, assuming it's not wanda doing it herself which she very well could be doing she does have that kind of power level and frankly the motivation to do it yeah Uh, but if it's gonna be some kind of external influence it's gonna be some kind of supernatural presence like mephisto yeah um i mean what what was it the devils in the deets Okay, yeah, like we talked about <laughs> we talked about this last week. There's some stuff Alex, that people are pointing prey. to as evidence that that Mephisto was involved. I'll send you an article. All that you really have to look at is the uh the pictures that they have in it of the uh, the toaster. Basically, uh, there's like a little like logo that if you turn it upside down it looks like 666. That's, okay, that's that's not what I'm judging this based off of. I no, I Alex, just think I just think it would make based off of this. I just think it would make sense that it's Mephisto in control if it's anyone in control. Now <laughs> the toaster doesn't lie. As for uh, some kind of like, you know what, Alex? We should consult the oracle here. <laughs> oh, magic eight ball, wisdom so round. Is it Mephisto? Better not tell you now. Fuck your. He he doesn't. He's not gonna spoil it for us. Now, in terms of build up for why Wanda would want to, um, you know, create a uh, a bubble reality like delusion for herself. Obviously, you know, she had to kill Vision and then watch him die all over again uh, in vain. Yeah. So that's going to take a huge toll on her. But, you know, there's there they there could have been more things that happened between Endgame and WandaVision and I just sent uh an article basically saying uh that, you know, laying out this theory that Wanda was pregnant um in like in real life and somehow the uh the the babies died or or uh it was a miscarriage or something and she just snapped i forgot about that and um that could lead her to make a deal with the devil and um you know 
live out this, you know, Brady Bunch, I love Lucy kind of uh, life. And what does Mephisto get out of it? Um, maybe he gets some of Wanda's power or maybe he gets to channel it into something. Or, he, you know, just or he just gets her shit. soul. Yeah. And that could very well um, tie in with Doctor Strange um, into the multiverse of madness because it could He's gonna be. He's going to make a deal with the devil. Yeah. It's like I said before when we were talking about the Clea theory. Where yeah. um, Dottie is secretly Clea, possibly. Um, that, you know, could tie in with Doctor Strange. Cleopatra? And, <laughs> and um, it could be like, you know, an overarching villain, sort of. Like a like a mini Thanos for um, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, and Spider-Man. Because yeah. really, all, all three of them have ties to Mephisto. Yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> I don't want to remember one more day. That was fucking horrible. They could do one more day if Mephisto is the big bad. They're going to do the one of the worst Spider-Man storylines. No, 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 no. They're going to do it good. You know, they're going to do one more day but not yeah, horrible. That's how they're going to fix uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, I just realized I was going to do one more day. I know. I I don't know how I never thought of it. Like I made the connection like, oh, maybe Doctor Strange is going to like send them back in time. No, they're going to they're going to do one more day. They are definitely doing one more day. We're calling it now. It's going to be it's going to be a combination of Into the Spider-Verse and one more day. He's going to him and Doctor Strange and Deadpool for some reason are all going to team up with the other Spider-Men. They're going to go through the fucking multiverse, and then they're going to wind up, like, doing one more day. <laughs> now, what do you think, Will what price do you think Peter is going to pay for, um... One more for day? For getting the timeline set, uh, reset. Alex. Because in the comics... You had a chance to rhyme there, and you, you just didn't <laughs> take it. I know, I, I realize It's probably going to be the same price. He's going to give up his romance with Mary Jane. No, that's too low stakes. <laughs> Look, in the comics, in the comics, Peter had to give up his marriage to the love of his life. And if they <laughs> do the same thing... He has to give thing, up Ned. <laughs> <laughs> if they do the same thing and Peter has to give up his high school crush that he's been dating for two days... He has to give it's up his not, It's not going to be... That's what I was going to say. That's He's, how they're going to get rid of Spider-Man so Sony doesn't try to do it. They're going to have him give up all of his Spider-Man powers. You took the words out of my mouth. That's yeah. what I was getting to. I'm good at um, sucking words through mouths. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I, I think that's a good, uh, good prediction. I know. Probably the most accurate prediction that's gonna happen. They're gonna team because up, do multiverse many, shit, and they're gonna how lose many more movies power. does Tom Holland have in his contract? I think one. Yeah, I think this is the last movie, unless Sony renews the contract, or no, Disney renews the contract. I've got they're they're renting him. We're doing what I used to do when we had a movie gallery nearby. They're renting Spider Man. Um, hold on. Are you checking it? Uh, this is from Cheat Sheet from July 13th, 2020. 
Yes, 20 movies lined up. Marvel has some big plans for Tom Holland. The studio is reportedly in talks to lock down the actor to six more Spider-Man films, not including Spider-Man 3 in 2021. Okay, so they're just going to sacrifice Ned. (laughs) Uh, I'm doubling down on that theory now. Ned's going to die. Spider-Man 3. Let's go. They're going to build up the ned uh the the peter ned uh romance and then yank it away from us at the end <laughs> not even a romance he's just gonna be building his legos and he's just gonna start disintegrating he peter, has to sacrifice the lego I'm death sorry. star <laughs> just throw it into like a fucking volcano there the timeline into saved. the fires from whence it was molded <laughs> It's going to be like that scene Lord of the Rings. Peter's going to be standing over the fucking fire holding holding the Death Star out. And Ned's going to come in. He's going to be like, Peter, don't. He's like, I have to, Ned. This ends here. They're going to have a fight. No, 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 no. It's going to be Ned. He's holding the Death Star. He's about to drop it. But then he turns around. He's like, no, I won't. And then Peter has to drop kick him into the lava. At no, some point, um... Ned's going to bite off Peter's fingers. <laughs> Could that could that lead to Ned becoming a hobgoblin? Oh, that's right. I forgot he's hobgoblin. <laughs> he sacrifices the Death Star. Ned gets angry, turns into the Green Goblin. It goes wrong, turns himself into the hobgoblin. He's a monster what if, now. What if Mephisto is like, okay, I will reset your timeline, but I want Ned's soul and I want to like corrupt him and turn him into my corporeal representative. Ned's Ned just ends standing up, up he to ends the up side. being Hobgoblin. Yo, dude, no, no. It's like, fine, I'll do it. What the fuck, Pete? <laughs> Ned's just like, okay, look, man, look, you're early on in your career at this point, right? So you're looking at, you know, 25 years max in in prison for your crimes that you've committed if we're not talking about the uh, the murder that you just got framed for so let's you know let's let's weigh our options pete i'm taking it mephisto <laughs> what the fuck no 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 mephisto is just gonna be like damn, <laughs> just fucking cold. with you damn i can't believe you would do that though and then Ned's just going to be pissed off about that. And then he'll just become Hobgoblin, like, by choice. <laughs> Doesn't even turn into what a monster. Fuck, bro? He just makes a glider and starts tormenting him. He just becomes, like, a bit of a dick. And, and Peter's such a drama queen that it's like, my best friend corrupted by Mephisto. <laughs> it's like, fuck off, Pete. You tried to kill me. I can't believe you, you'd betray our friendship like this, Ned. <laughs> Read my lips. Try to kill me. <laughs> what if they uh what if they decide to bring Venom into the MCU and they make Ned Venom? <laughs> I would like to see that. Um There's just a, a portly Venom walking around. Peter! No, we the, gotta uh, the talk. actor that plays Ned actually has lost a lot of weight. Uh, no, in the last couple of years. like he's looking pretty good. Damn it! Why? How dare on, he be healthy and live an active lifestyle? Let's let's look at let's look at some recent photos of him. You Google him, I'll Google him. It'll be a nice little uh, group activity. 
I'm just gonna Google search Ned Spider Man because I don't know the guy's name. <laughs> <laughs> look at that! Look at what I look at what I just sent. Oh, hot damn! He changed. Yeah, he's looking pretty also, good. Why does he look like a young CeeLo Green? <laughs> oh, I hate how right you are about that. <laughs> no, he just he looks like, you You know, Clone High? Uh, I only know the JFK meme. He could be the CeeLo Green clone if they make a live action movie. Just throw him in. I just found an article. Um, The headline says, Ned Leeds actor Jacob Bat. Battle on Batalon. Uh, Ned Leeds actor Battle wants to become five. Hobgoblin in Spider-Man franchise. So, like, he's down for it. It's like, turn me into the bad guy. I want to fight Tom Holland. Fucker deserves it. Tom Holland just, like, does something like... <laughs> you know how everyone has, like, one little thing that they do that's so annoying? Tom Holland just has he just want one little thing out. that he does on set. <laughs> He has, he does one little thing on set that that uh that he that this guy that just doesn't like and and he's like yeah I want to become hobgoblin so I can just punch him like once just really hard with a bomb please <laughs> House of M in the comics though um isn't that when Wanda because I I I didn't read that arc uh isn't that when Wanda wiped out like a like the a majority of the mutant population. No, she removed all mutants. She removed for, all uh, mutants. Ex- yeah. What House of M is is basically uh Wanda just removes the abilities of mutants and just turns them into normal people. House of M is when they just wanted to do Wolverine comics. <laughs> basically. <laughs> But I think a couple of them did have powers. Like, I know Magneto kept his powers and all of his uh, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. I know they all had uh, their whole shit still. But a whole bunch of people lost their powers. I think uh, uh, Cyclops lost his powers, which, you know, to him was a good thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a that was a favor for him. It's like, oh, I have eyeballs, not dimensional rifts where my eye sockets are. Storm Storm is like, oh no, she took away what makes all of us special. And Cyclops <laughs> is like, hey, just I can down, see lady, okay? Rogue's over there, like, oh my god, I can touch people. <laughs> Professor X. Oh no, what makes all of- <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, what makes the thing that makes all of us special? Shut the fuck up, Storm. <laughs> we had to deal her. with this shit. Okay, you can control the weather at will. I okay, don't have eyeballs. Will <laughs> you can choose when your powers are active. I'm <laughs> always shooting concussive energy out of my eyes. No, he not even lasers, say that. by the way. <laughs> Just goes on a rant yeah, about how and everyone different. that I touch fucking dies. Okay, storm. <laughs> Colossus has normal skin. <laughs> oh, how inconvenient. Oh, well. How do you think Deadpool feels? His cancer's still there, but now he doesn't have any healing factors. Actually, actually, uh, Deadpool isn't a mutant by Marvel standards. If you didn't oh, know. Oh, shit, you're right. No, he doesn't have an X gene. He's just a he, normal, run-of-the-mill, actual abomination against nature. I believe he's what's called a mutate, which is like, 
like mutants are born with their powers and they get activated at puberty just naturally. Um, what Deadpool is, is he, he's uh, like his, his powers were artificially induced. Yeah. So technically he is not affected by House of M. Neither would Wolverine because they're both Weapon X. Wolverine's powers. Well, Wolverine is an actual mutant. Yeah, but his whole thing, a lot of his like healing factor and enhanced shit, all came from the Weapon X program. Really? I thought they just gave him the metal claws. Yeah, no, no, no. They gave him like an upgrade. He's basically, okay, normal Wolverine's level one, and then afterwards when he gets the metal claws, he's level two. It's just like the same abilities, but stronger. Okay, but yeah, he's still a mutant. He's just yeah, yeah. An, like an upgraded, enhanced mutant. He's a he's better. It's Wolverine, but stronger. Wolverine looks over at his past self. I'm you, but better. Thinking about it, though, it's weird that they would do a House of M type story, uh, potentially years before, or you know, maybe up to even like a decade before, or a better part of a decade before they actually introduce the X Men. That's probably how they're introducing them. Well, I don't know because they don't like, have any they don't have any X-Men um movies planned in the next couple of years, I don't think. Yeah, but uh, they're hold probably on, let me, going let me to Google like, this. I know that they uh there was a Fantastic Four movie that was confirmed, I think it's for twenty twenty two. Yeah. So I think what's going on is they're just going to do the multiverse of madness and stuff like that, just build up to it. Cause like Vision's dead. He had to die. And after his death, uh, Wanda is supposed to have a mental breakdown and start the the alternate reality shit. And I think that's going to lead into the multiverse of madness with her breaking down the barriers of reality. Which is in turn going to bring in all of the stuff from Fox. I think that's what they're doing. Maybe. Yeah, because um, in, in the comics... Didn't they merge the uh, 616 continuity with the Ultimate Universe? Yeah, and... Uh, so it could be something like that. That was the combining. most horrifying thing, too. We had to watch uh, Miles come to the realization his universe is going to die. Yeah. But it's okay, he lived. <laughs> he, he got better. Like, oh my god, my universe! It's collapsing on itself, we're all going to die! But no, he made it. He made it out. They were like, ah, oh, we'll let Miles live. We'll have two Spider-Men. <laughs> he sells enough copies. We'll we'll bring him in. Copies. That's the thing, though. I don't think Spider-Gwen, like, she's not from Ultimate. What was she from? She's just a whole other thing. Yeah, no, no, I had to think for a second. Yeah, no, she's from a different thing. But yeah, would, would Disney do that, though? Like, I know that they're going to like, introduce the X-Men, but would they fold in that whole timeline i think it's going to be a softcore reboot thing where they're going to imply that it exists and stuff and then they're going to have like the whole reality like collapse well the, into a soft reboot i think like, the, the whole thing is the thing is those is two to, those two universes are like fundamentally opposed yeah. because like the mcu is you know a well-oiled machine continuity is really important you know everything ties together it all makes sense meanwhile the x-men timeline is well it's the x-men timeline 
There is no timeline. They keep fucking with, up I don't their think own timeline. I don't think they would touch that shit with a ten foot pole. And also, they have thinking. done time. They've done time travel in the X Men movies, and it's nowhere near what it what it's uh, portrayed as in Endgame. Yeah, that's so. What like I think these are they're doing different fabrics of reality. Yeah, I think what's going on is that the universe threat isn't going to be a big villain or anything like that. It's going to be actual, just the consequences of their actions, and like at the end of this whole like year two year however long they're gonna do it like marvel 2 thing uh it's going to be they fix the multiverse problems but it reboots the universe and it adds all the shit in like they're gonna introduce like the ideas and some of the characters from the other timelines like bleeding into uh the mcu and then at the very end of it it's gonna be like what they do with ultimate and 616 and they're just gonna like reboot it all and rebrand it kind of thing. yeah yeah I, I know but i just i don't know because like it, it would be like, really complicated folding in that pre-existing like franchise which the by the way has already it. run its course completely so oh, what yeah. i think they're going to do is they're just going to introduce That's mutants as a totally new concept like it's the the mcu's take on it it's not the fox x-men in the mcu it's the mcu x-men well, yeah, I so, know, but like the thing is, though, I think they're going to have to do the reboot because otherwise, which by the way, just, which by by the way, are they going to use the uh, the Days of Future Past timeline actors? Are they going to use the uh, the actors from the original X Men trilogy? Yeah, so if they're going to go through the trouble of recasting everyone, they might as well just start fresh. Um, new new X Men in the MCU. I think what makes the most sense is. You know, just saying like, oh, yeah, these people have been around for a while at this point. That's why you have, you know, fully grown X-Men at this point. Yeah, um, I know. But like, I don't know if they're going to do that, though, because they've been doing that so much. Like, even like with Endgame and stuff like that, people are like, oh, yeah, uh, if Miss Marvel was someone he had on speed dial, why didn't she ever show up to any time the Earth was invaded um, it's or threatened? Captain Marvel. I'm sorry. But the point still stands. I was like. People have been pointing out these like big problems, and it's like, you know, I don't think they're going to do well, that. Well, the Captain Marvel issue, that's that's forgivable because it does make sense. What? Well, like the well, the reason, like, oh, why didn't Nick Fury just call in Captain Marvel? She was busy. She well, yeah, she's busy. <laughs> there's more. There's infinitely more planets than 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 Earth. Earth is just one planet in the in the in the galaxy or the whole universe. Dude, I mean, like calling. Make... Okay, look, look, calling Captain Marvel for the invasion of New York when you already have the Avengers formed. That's it, it's point. like it's like getting a paper cut and calling the police. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. Like the like what you're calling in compared to what the the danger is like the the ratio is just way off like you call in captain marvel for a world ending threat yeah, you don't call in captain marvel for just an insurrection that's a good point so that that uh that issue that uh, plot hole whatever you want to call it that i i don't you know, put much uh, stock in it. Yeah. 
I still think they're just gonna do a whole reboot thing, just because that's the easiest way to fix all of the things they have going. Like they can redo the Mandarin after they do that. They can bring Tony Stark back. They can bring Captain America back. Replace them with younger well, actors. That, even that cheapens everything that we just went through in the last few years. I mean, it's Disney and Marvel. This is kind of their thing. Well, yeah, in the comics, but the MCU is a whole different beast. Yeah. I still don't think they're going to keep anyone actually dead, though. This is just, it's just, it's like, it's like I've been telling people who've gone into it. It's par for the course when it's like something like this. There's going to be the stupid thing that makes it all cheap and not, like, threatening anymore. And it's going to happen. Well, look, the issue with with that, with, you know, just bringing characters back, aside from it not making sense in the context of the story... Um, it's, it's dumb. It's just a, it's well, it's it's a whole lot more difficult to do in a movie franchise as big as the MCU because, like, if they wanted to bring back Iron Man, which they don't, you would have to bring back Robert Downey Jr. It's not as simple as just drawing the character back into the comics. Yeah, like all that you have to do to bring back a character is just write them in and then draw them. But with a movie, you have to. You know, you got to negotiate how much you're going to pay the actor, which for Robert Downey Jr., it, it's a big consideration. So it's in their best financial interest to keep him dead. Yeah. You also have to consider, you know, schedule. What is, is he going to be shooting any other movies while you're sh- shooting, uh, you know, whatever movie you bring him back for? Well, that's what I'm saying. And though, you got to, you got to consider whether he even wants to come back. And if he doesn't, what are you gonna recast Tony Stark? Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's probably what they do with a whole reboot. Just change it, everything. Look, the moment they recast Tony Stark is the moment the the MCU dies. Oh my god. <laughs> Everyone will turn on Marvel and Disney if they recast Tony Stark. What if they recast Tony Stark and cast Johnny Depp as Tony Stark? Same thing. MCU is dead. Everyone's going to stop seeing the movies. And I mean, do you think Kevin Feige would really do that? Eh. That's some shit Sony would do. Okay. I mean, when a company that's, gets that's the kind enough. of short sighted decision making that Sony would do. I think I don't think I don't think you're giving Marvel Studios enough credit. To be fair, though, Alex, when a company gets big enough, they'll take risks. No, 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 no. Bringing back Iron Man is not taking a risk. It is risky, but they won't view it as taking a risk. It, it, It's just, it's the safe bet. It's the safe option to just bring back the character everyone already knows and loves. Yeah. What's more risky is just doing something original and new, which, you know, they've already done with, uh, like, Guardians of the Galaxy and, and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, but, like, at the In same short, time, though... In, I in short, they're definitely not rebooting the MCU anytime they might. soon. I the thing is though, it's like you gotta remember corporations, especially nowadays, they're really dumb. I mean, look at what happened with Apple and Fortnite. Well, Apple and Fortnite don't make Marvel movies. I know, but they're still multi-million dollar companies, like almost on the same level that Disney is. And it's like yeah, I think Disney feels like they're in such a place where they can make a really bad decision and get away with it. 
well, why would they make a decision that they know is bad? To bring back marketing shit? Like, I mean, come on. Why would they make the humans? Look, I feel like you're just being (laughs) cynical for the sake of being cynical. I'm just saying the the most, like, marketable way to do it would be to just reboot it so you can make more toys. See, I don't, I don't know. They're going to make more toys regardless, right? Oh, yeah. But like, and they're going to sell more it. toys if the movies are actually but good and people the like thing, them. Though, if you reboot it and stuff, you'll be able to make a bunch more. Like, for example. No, I just don't Marvel, believe that. After Marvel did their whole, like, uh, merging of the universes and stuff, they had, like, hundreds of different comic books about the different characters they added in. And then a bunch of them about the ones they brought back and stuff. And those were sold off the shelves constantly. And they're still, like, selling to this day. So it's like, yeah, it'll be annoying at first, but in the long run, it could be a more financial stable uh, solution to just reboot the universe and just keep going with what they got. Marvel is going to sell action figures. Marvel and Disney, they're going to sell action figures regardless of what comes out. They're they're either going to sell... Falcon and the Winter Soldier action figures based on a show that everyone loves, or they're going to sell action figures based off of a Captain America reboot that has mixed reactions and people think shouldn't have even been made. Now, what would you choose? That's the thing, though. How do we know they're all going to react like that? I don't know about you, Alex, but I've seen a lot of Marvel fans who will, like, go out of their way to, like, watch and read every little thing and buy every little thing because they're just that much into it. Well, yeah, those people are going to buy action figures regardless of what happens. These people but fuel I'm, the industry. But I'm fe- but 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 I'm I'm saying though, it's going to be a safer bet to do like, you know, to continue on with this continuity that you've already built up and you've invested a lot of, you know, time and money and and creative energy into as opposed to just scrapping it all and starting over well yeah well, i'm not saying like to start over i'm saying it's like a soft reboot kind of thing they just like redo stuff introduce new things earlier on yeah i don't change I just, everything but like not really yeah i don't think that's what a soft reboot is well i mean it's like like they still have the events and everything that happened it's just that they retroactively install a bunch of different people into it also, along with the main characters. Well, that's not a that's not a soft reboot. That's just retconning. Like but if they say if they say the like Captain thing? America fought well if no, it's not the same thing. Oh. If they say like, oh yeah, Captain America fought with Wolverine in World War Two, that's just retconning. That's adding to the lore. That's not a soft reboot. Oh. I need a dictionary. <laughs> I can't believe we just had this whole argument over a, uh, just a word that means different things to us. Oh, well, I mean, isn't that what all conflict is? You know what? That's above all. That's content. That's bold of me to say. <laughs> <laughs> we had a whole and argument. Past an hour already. Wow. We did it. We did it, gamers. We can now legally say the N word. <laughs> Don't actually whoa, whoa, if you what? do, I'll block you. What? I what? Oh, I'm just looking at I'm looking at this uh 
looking at this article, the uh, the one about the 666 toaster. Oh um, my god. Well, it has been long well, it has been long rumored that Nightmare would be the villain of WandaVision. It's possible that Mephisto could be the primary antagonist plaguing Wanda instead. That's another thing that I I remember talking about on the show that Nightmare could be the villain. Um, oh yeah, hold on. Did that we did me. we touch did we touch on the possibility that Wanda could be the villain? Yeah. I said that. I, think I know. Yeah, I know that like, you mentioned it, but I wanted to talk a little bit more about it. Yeah, no, I just remember something. I got, I got to do a quick Google search though, because that beekeeper guy could possibly have been one of Hydra's. Uh, no, top- the beekeeper was had a sword logo on him. Did he? Yeah. No, what I think happened with that is that sword sent someone in. And they had some kind of like hazmat suit on or something. Um, but it got warped by this like, you know, reality just bubble reality, whatever thing. Like and basically just kind of converted it into like like the the safe equivalent of of that, which just ended up being a, a beekeeper. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's weird, cause like hmm. Because there's all the references to Hydra, and then there's this beekeeper guy who's, like, completely surrounded in bees. Swarm, no, there what is, I, that's his name. I I read into that, the, like, the whole, like, Hydra, like, all the Hydra references. I just read into that as, like, Wanda, like, unpacking some trauma. Mm, like, this, this, if you remember the uh, the Stark toaster commercial. Yeah. Like the, 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 the toaster starts, like, beeping. That's uh, that's like a metaphor, uh, or like a I guess like an analog for um, for the the missile that hit uh, Wanda and Pietro's house, the one that they expected to kill them, but it never went off. Yeah, that's that's what I saw that as. There's probably deeper meanings behind them. I'm just not looking at them like that. You're probably right on that then. Still, I I one hundred percent believe that she's the bad guy. Yeah, that's like an interesting thing that I saw an article about. Um, that like just kind of, uh, I don't know, like recontextualized it for me, or like, you know, I I, I kind of saw the show a bit differently after that. Because, um, you know, at this point, obviously, Wanda's the protagonist. It's it's her I- ideal world. It's, you know, she gets to live with Vision. Um, but what I think is going to happen, well, she is the protagonist, and she's going to stay the protagonist. She will be the villain. Yeah. Kind of like how Thanos was the an- antagonist, but he was, like, the hero of his own story. Yeah. So, the Sword, uh, who is monitoring this bubble reality as you see at the end of the first episode you know they're they're trying to reach her that's you know why we uh heard someone on the radio like wanda who's doing this to you um answer mephisto maybe i don't know um (laughs) wanda picks up the radio mephisto maybe i don't know hangs up uh keep watching um we'll find out soon but yeah, so Sword is going to like keep trying to, you know, breach this this bubble reality. Uh, take a shot every time I say bubble reality. Uh, they're gonna try to breach into it, 
and kind of, you know, take Wanda out of it, free everyone that's trapped in it. And that's that's going to be the antagonizing force uh, for, for Wanda. And I in the in one of the trailers, I know she uh, she says something about like, oh, Westview is our home and we got to protect it. That's her fighting to stay in this delusion. Yeah. And so she's yeah going to be the going to be the villain. And I thought that was a really interesting like that's going to be a really interesting direction if, if, if that's where they're going with it. I tell you, Westphere reminds me so much of a place in Doom Patrol called Danny the Street, in which it's a uh, a reality where people live in, except the difference is Danny the Street's actually a pretty cool place to live. (laughs) (laughs) Danny the Street lets you go whenever you want. They don't give a shit. Also, the street's alive and non-binary. Doom Patrol, in my opinion, is great. This is off topic, but everyone should go and watch it. It is Brendan Isn't Fraser's it, uh, return to movies. Wasn't it? Wasn't it on uh, the DC streaming service, the now defunct DC streaming on, service? I think it's on Hulu it's on H- or, or HBO. It's one of those. Yeah, two. It, it's going to be on HBO Max now, right? Yeah, go watch it. Go watch it. Watch, 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 watch it. I love it. Yeah, God, I wish I wish I like knew someone with an HBO Max account. I personally wouldn't get one. Yeah. Uh because it's really expensive, $15 a month, but there's a lot of stuff on it that I want to watch. I think my grandma might have one. I'll go ask her next time I see her. I'll be like, "Hey, do you have an HBO?" Yeah, no, I think an HBO Max account is different from like HBO Go or what. HBO has had a lot of streaming services come to think of it. And only one of them I ever got, and it was just to watch the Spawn show. Yeah. God, fucking, that's another show. Old as hell, but I wanted to come back so bad. The old Spawn cartoon. Bring Keith David back and just redo it. God, I love Keith <laughs> David. His voice is perfect for every character he plays. It's just, I don't know, soft-spoken badass. That's what Keith he's David like, is. Uh, he's great. Yeah, he's like... Darth Vader on Poetry Night. Basically. Like, every character he plays always has, like, such, like, a... Like, he's always, like, an anti-hero to a lot of the characters he plays. And they always are just, like... They're always just so fucking good. Like, they have, like... See, I I know him as uh, Elroy from Community, which you still... You have to watch. I know. Because it's a really good show. I want to talk about it on the podcast. I I think Community is the office for smart people. I'll I'll watch Community at some point. Don't worry. Only if you indulge me and watch a four-hour-long compilation of every time Ron Swanson speaks. I mean, I've already seen all of Parks and Rec, so... Yeah, but you'll have to sit there and just watch the Ron Swanson scenes. There's no context for them. It's just him talking. Back-to-back. No commercial breaks. As it should have been. <laughs> Ron Swanson is... He is... Possibly the only likable libertarian. I don't even know if he's that. I think... What is he? Is he a libertarian? He might be an anarchist. I, I think he is. Because he's against the government, but he's absolutely in love with business. And privatization. Oh, Ron Swanson is ANCAP. And, what's ANCAP? Anarcho-capitalist. 
Oh no! He's the Wunsler. Uh, <laughs> no, the Wunsler is a good guy because um, he dates himself. Uh, no, I just remembered the, <laughs> the the film theory video. I know I mentioned it while we were recording once, but um, film theory did a video about why the Wunsler is the good guy, and it basically it's a boils kid with down. A dream. To, yeah, he's a kid with a dream, and so that means it's okay that he wiped out an entire ecosystem. <laughs> Look, he got better at the end. Look, uh, I won't say MatPat is a shill or, you know, a Nazi sympathizer or <laughs> an anarcho-capitalist sycophant or... uh a simp for captains of industry or um, someone that would write favorable articles about the fucking John D Rockefeller during the great depression. I am saying though, that it seems like he really, really, really wants to be sponsored by like chase bank or something. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if like, I don't know if, if there was like a fascist political part, like, like I'm trying not to say the Nazis because that's such like a cheap thing to invoke. But like, if there was like a, like a fascist, like, let's say like, like a real life techno union <laughs> and, and they, they were like, Hey, Matt, Pat, we're going to sponsor one of your videos and you're going to say that it's okay that we have slaves Matt and do Pat. war crimes. <laughs> Matt Pat would be like, hey guys, welcome back to why genocide is okay theory. Oh my god. Matt Pat, if you ever uh if you ever listen to this, um just why why would you I'm talking specifically about your video about why the Empire from Star Wars are secretly the good guys. Why would you say that? Because like I get that it's like for views, but like I don't know. Like everything that you say could be said about the Nazis and it would be equally valid. And by that I mean not valid, not fucking valid. Because you can't defend the fucking the empire. I'm so I'm s so, I don't know why I'm like legitimately mad at Matt Pat for that, but like if you're listening, fuck you. Oh my god. <laughs> At least when I say I pl I played the as the Empire, I also say it's not because I agree with their beliefs. It's because I just think they look cooler. Oh yeah, I will always play as a stormtrooper <laughs> if given the choice. But that's Fuck because the they look like shit. Why would you make yeah, the they good look guys cool. look so lame? I would never, in a million years, however, defend the actions of the space fascists. <laughs> They are definitely anyway. Evil. A lot of passion went into that. Um, more passion than a Matt Pat video. Hey, oh, I hate Matt Pat oh, because he's got him. A, he's a shill. I hate every video of his because it's always the same stupid format. It's always haha, outrageous, wacky theory, but it's just a theory, and then he ends it. And then he spends like 10 minutes explaining some shit that doesn't even like pertain to the theory. Yeah, and then people love it. I hate that. Why do people love his theories when all they are just inane bullshit followed by just 
him talking about the game or the movie. Yeah. Hey guys, here's with, ten oh, minutes of Five Nights theory. at Freddy's lore. Yeah, yeah. Hey guys, hey guys, here's ten minutes. Here's fifteen minutes of Five Nights at Freddy's lore. Fifteen minutes later. So anyway, Captain America is a secret Nazi sympathizer, but that actually <laughs> makes him cooler. I fucking there's a Matt Pat video I saw, and it's it just proves a point I made a long time ago. I said I bet you he doesn't even play the games. In the video. He goes on to say, like, so there's a game I play. I need to I need to add context first. So the game that I've been playing a lot of is called Hollow Knight. A lot of people play Hollow Knight. It's one of the best indie games there is. It's a Metroidvania. It's a platformer. It's fucking beautiful. It's gorgeous. I recommend you get it, but I also don't because it's a super hard game. It'll probably make you mad. But the thing is, oh, Matt Pat uh, made a theory about it where he says that the king that is missing in the game is your character which is lie because if you actually played the game you'd get to the part where oh you find his corpse you find the dead you find the king's dead body and he's like oh the theory is that you're really the king like oh the king's not gone or anything he's like no 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 he's gone he's dead i saw his body i hit it with a stick i hate fan theories like that so fucking dumb fan theories that like either like just reading it or like seeing the video on it like i can immediately say like oh yeah i know that's not correct or theories that are like so if you ignore this bit of lore then this theory completely holds up it's like there's a there's a thing about it too that pisses me off so much where uh there's another character that's alive that's like the queen and in the lore your character is like the sun of them it's it's a weird story but basically the king and the queen had a bunch of like disposable children that they threw at an ancient evil force it's like a child soldier army but there's a part we can actually talk to the queen she's like oh i know you i remember you we're 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 the same kind you and i kind of thing and matt pat decided because he didn't play the game and only saw that screen grab that clearly that means that you're the king and not you know just one of the infinite amount of sons he had it's so yeah. fucking stupid. I mean, it's I don't know. I guess it's fine if he if he hasn't like played every game. But that's but, like the if, thing, you if you don't if you don't if you don't know the lore, don't don't make a theory on. Yeah, it. it's like if you're going to make a theory about a game, at least experience the game first. Yeah, or to make sure like, that your theory isn't, you know. Yeah, I know for true sure though, or not. I know for sure that he has writers that like, you know, plan his, his, his videos for and like, and, and write out, you know, the theories. I know that like, there's a whole team behind game theory and film theory and now food theory, which is a whole other beast. Yeah. Food theory. Um, (laughs) what's the theories? Broccoli's really a fruit and here's how I can prove it. Let me explain one video broccoli that, yeah, I wa- that reminds me of a channel that I want to recommend in just a minute. But um, yeah, I saw one food theory video that was like, never order this number of toppings on a pizza. And it's like, oh, like if you if you order this size, you're getting more value than this size, like that kind of thing. But I guess it's more interesting than I'm explaining it. But yeah, pizza. that's food theory. Food but theory anyway, is it, just saving money. Yeah, as I was saying, though. Um, 
if you have like a team of writers that plan out your videos for you, at least make sure that they play the game that you're talking about. Yeah. Because it makes you look bad. Uh, everyone in the Hollow Knight community made responses to it. It's like, did you even play the game? Are you an idiot? No and yes. <laughs> it's just, oh, that just pissed me off so much. Because it's like, it's not even that hard of a thing to miss. Because like, if you're going after the good ending, like you have to do these steps. You have to go to where the king's body is. And you have to go and get a fucking like amulet off of him so you can get past his... uh his doors to get to the the hidden area of the game and like so many things are wrong with him just going on these statements because like the npcs he talks to and brings up like oh they're mentioning that you're like that, that you're related to them so it means you must be the king are characters that happen after you find the king's body the people that you encountered after you do that after you start your quest to to get the good ending if you're if you're not going after just the generic odd oh, you just restart the game thing and it's just it's just so infuriating because it's like clearly he's not the king because the king is fucking dead yeah and just every one of his theories after you see that you just can't help but think like did he even play the game and like you start playing some of these games and you realize no he didn't he's just an idiot that can somehow get millions of dollars and then people start believing his theories. And then you get people coming into like the actual community groups like, oh, I think this is true. Matt Pat said it. And it's like, oh. Yeah, I hate that Matt Pat has become like a, a source. I, I I know I'm probably just whining and stuff, but it's still so annoying when you're, no, when that's, you're like that's like half of this show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to anyway. you to whine. <laughs> <laughs> um we should get off yeah, that I, uh, Pat. He's kind of sticky. Yeah, and I want to close out the show in a minute. Um, but before that, I have a couple of uh, shout-outs that I want to do for channels that are doing significantly better than this podcast will be for a, a long time. Uh, um, I mean, we, but look, if, if you if you listen to this show and you don't know about these other channels that I'm going to talk about, check them out. They're really good. Uh, the first one is Ordinary Things uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's this guy that does ordinary uh, things. Yeah, really like cool videos about you know ordinary things. I'll I'll, I'll read off some of um the the videos that he's read done. Read off his stats. <laughs> yes. Um. So ordinary things. He's done a video called AirPods Crimes Against the Head, going over like I guess like you know the I guess the history of AirPods and like why they kind of suck. Uh, did a video about Quibi, which, you know, everyone's done, but he's done Ronald McDonald, a life breaking down, you know, the history of Ronald McDonald, the character did a video video about the egg industry, um, how to win an election and ordinary guide, which is talking about like Vladimir Putin and his like, Oh, weird, uh, hijinks, the evil business of Nestle. And like, I, I know that some of this, like, it doesn't seem particularly interesting. It's just, you know, ordinary, but no, the, the, the guy that, uh, the guy that does these videos, he's great on camera, really funny. Uh, check it out. Give one of his videos a chance. I think you'll like it a lot. Oh, he did a video about the history of malls, which is actually a really interesting story. So no. check out ordinary things on YouTube. 
Uh, link in description under additional resources. This is going to sound stupid, but I never really thought about like how malls came into being. And after thinking about it for just a second, I was like, you know, that might be interesting to look into. Because like... It is. Um, Adam Ruins Everything actually did an episode on it, but he didn't really delve that much into malls uh, specifically, I don't think, yeah. uh, if I remember correctly. But yeah, this this video is 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 really uh really good um a little teaser did you know that malls were actually uh intended to be like self-contained cities what yeah they were um designed by this one guy and they were supposed to be um these like self-contained buildings where in this building you would have like uh, uh like apartments and you know, businesses like, you know, commerce, like we see with modern malls and you were supposed to be, you know, and like there, there was going to be like a doctor's office and, and, you know, a place to get like a haircut, uh, all, all kinds of stuff. Like everything that you would need just as a person would be inside of the mall. So you would never have to leave this self-contained, uh, basically like a city. I like that. Why didn't they do that? It just, well, it's the same issue with Walt Disney's Tomorrowland. Oh. It's a really gr- it's it's a great idea. Well, ugh, uh, once you get into like the details, you know, it's debatable on how good it actually is. But yeah, it, it, uh, at, like when you first think about it, at least uh, before you get into the details, it seems like a good idea. But it's just prohibitively expensive. You got to convince people to go along with it. And it's it's a huge it investment. It's more like a pyramid, a pyramid scheme than anything else, really. Yeah, I don't know, but Oof. anyway, yeah, watch that video. Watch the history of malls on uh, ordinary things on on YouTube. Great I will channel. support this small YouTube creator. Uh, he has three hundred and seventy-two thousand subscribers. I will support this small YouTube creator. <laughs> <laughs> This other guy, though, is actually uh, way smaller. Uh, Nick is not green on YouTube. Nick is not green, all one word. He has uh, close to 3,000 subscribers. Alex, that's uh, like still a sizable words. How could um, that be one if it sounds like three? Look, he's just built different. Oh, my God. This man. Subscribe to him. It doesn't matter what it is. Clearly, he's a god among us. Yeah. Look, I uh, discovered him on TikTok. He uh, did a video. Well, I he did two mistaken. videos now. <sighs> Look, hear me <laughs> out, okay? Uh, right. Three weeks ago now, he did a video titled Harry Potter and the Shifting TikTokers. And then he did a follow-up video. Uh, this uh, The CIA document that proves shifting is real. Um, okay, what the, the, the hell the topic, is shifting? Well, I'm glad you asked because reality shifting what? is <laughs> is a um a new phenomenon uh that is kind of trending on uh on TikTok uh in in some circles. Harry Potter fans are super into it. Uh K-pop stands are into it. The idea of it is that you take your consciousness and you shift it to another reality 
preferably one where all of your favorite fictional characters are there just hanging out and you get to bone Draco Malfoy. And a really popular thing to do is shift realities to go to Hogwarts. How do you how do you shift your reality? Well, what you do is uh you uh you make a you know you write out a journal or you kind of you know you script out what you want to happen, right? You write about it, you keep it in your mind, you think about it a whole lot. And um I believe you're supposed to uh you know just kind of lay in bed or on the floor however you want to do it in a uh, in a starfish position. And you have to play some like subliminal music that you can find on YouTube. So you once you have followed all of the steps to begin lucid dreaming, uh you have shifted <laughs> you have shifted into this parallel reality in which it is uh the modern day yet also 19 like 89 when uh when Harry Potter took place and you get to hang out with all the main characters none of like the side characters or like the non-interesting people now you get to hang out with all your favorite main characters so it's streaming um, look if you ask <laughs> any uh reality shifter they will tell you it is not lucid dreaming Okay, look, Alex, I'm going to tell you right now, what you're describing look, you, is what I do maybe, sometimes before I go to bed and if I want to look at porn when I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, well, it may seem, look, well, it may seem that you're following all of the steps to feel like you're flying in a dream and you can, like, control things in the dream. Every, no, I no, do no, these no, same no, no. exact what steps doing? and I have, a, like, that weird, like, oh, I'm falling in a pit feeling when I'm laying in bed. What you what you are doing, uh, is, look look. The idea the idea that what you're doing is lucid dreaming is ridiculous. Okay, it's preposterous to think that that's what you're doing. No, what you're doing is you're simply uh, shifting your consciousness into you know a fictional universe. Right. Okay. See, does it make sense now? No. So yeah, that's what uh, that's what Nick is not that's green talks this... about in Harry Potter and the Shifting TikTokers, and that's then he makes this... a follow up that's where he delves CIA into some proves? CIA CIA documents. There, there, there's some old CIA documents that just got declassified that you know seemingly confirm what these shifters are saying. Spoiler alert: it doesn't. But what is, what he, are the documents? You know, I don't want you to spoil the, it. And I'm to watch it. <laughs> People were like responding to his his video, and he he posted like a condensed version of the first one on TikTok, you know, to get people to 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 see it, you know, get the word out there. Which is how I discovered the video, so it clearly worked. But a lot of people were responding like, "Why can't you just let the let let us have this?" And he's like, he, he breaks down basically like, "Why you can't just let teenagers believe that they can escape to a different reality?" Yeah. And look, if that intrigues you, check out the video. I'll have God, his channel linked in the description. Why can't they just please like, check it out because it's so fucking hilarious. Why can't they just do normal escapism like the rest of us? Yeah, pick up a comic book, you nerd. Pick up a comic book. Pretend you're someone else on Twitter. Eo Roseberry also, um, Bush. Nick, it's not green. Also did a video. Uh, called LinkedIn the worst social media, which I loved because I fucking hate LinkedIn. Uh, I know I've talked about it before. 
fucking hate LinkedIn so much with a goddamn burning passion. I hear it's like a really shitty place, really. Fun fact. Did you know that Bold of You to Say is actually registered as a business on LinkedIn? <laughs> Great. That doesn't tie in. That That's just a, something that I thought was uh, an interesting thing. We're a LinkedIn. Fuck. We're... We're a business on LinkedIn. Uh, that's just so I could list this as work experience. Fuck yeah. Then uh, Nick is not green. Also did a video called parlor right wing Twitter. That was a good one. Uh, so yeah, go check out those channels. Uh, link in description. Please check them out. Cause they're really good. But anyway, Jared, do you have any closing statements before we uh, close out the show? You can close your eyes and imagine a sea. I don't know. I was going to go somewhere with that. I was going to go somewhere with that, but my brain's not working well. No creepy Jerry things for today, except for the fact that I'm right behind you. Oh, actually, another fun fact about this podcast. Now, you might be entirely funded out of pocket. You might be wondering how we record this remotely because I'm in Ann Arbor and Jared is in, in Benzie. No, um, I'm in the nth dimension. I'm beyond the dimensional planes. Sorry, that's what I meant. Uh, I'm in Ann Arbor and Jared's in the nth dimension. Every so moment's you might be wondering, living hell. You might be wondering how we record this remotely. Um, well, what we do is we, uh, we journal what we plan to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> we write it down. And then we uh, we lay down in a starfish starfish position, playing subliminal music, and we simply shift to a reality where I have a, a, a recording studio, and we're in the same geographical location. And then we record, and it, it, it's simple as that. Then I shift back with the USB stick with the recording on it, and then that's when I uh, start editing. What if we like we go to shift into each other's realities, but we don't realize we're doing it at the same time, so we both just get up in a different room? It's like, where's Alex? <laughs> he went to your dimension. Oh classic, no! <laughs> classic sitcom trope. But I ate a goldfish. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta do the part where I say subscribe and whatnot. Uh, All right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to another episode of bold of you to say uh if you like today's episode which you better leave us a review on Podchaser. that's like an imdb site for podcasts leave us a review if you're listening on you know apple Podcasts. if you're listening on youtube leave a like smack that subscribe button ring that notification bell smack um, the like button or i'll smack you no but really if you like this episode subscribe so you don't miss the next one uh, we do this every Friday. Our uh, YouTube channel has clips uh, of the show, and I do little visual aids on top. I, I, I make it more visually interesting. Tweet those out. Get get some get some eyes on this show. Share this episode. Share 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 bold of you to say with a friend. Uh, share it with everyone because, like I always say, even if you didn't like this episode, statistically, someone that you know will. And they need to see us. Makes you think, doesn't it? Now, if you don't do any of the things Alex said, I am legally allowed to go into your house and eat your cat. And I'll piss in your pants. 
yeah, that's actually these are government uh, that's, orders. That's that's in the 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 terms of service that uh, that you signed implicitly by downloading this episode. There is an actual ruling, court ruling that lets me do this. Uh, just look up uh, Jared Rule Thirty Four. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Good I nine a.m. through nine p.m. Remember, embrace progress, become crab, and good night. I do not apologize for any statement I've made this episode. You all deserve it. Good night, everybody. I love ya. <laughs> okay, quick editor's note. So for a correction earlier in the episode, we were talking about like, oh, is Strucker alive or is he dead? Uh, I remembered while I was editing, uh, Ultron killed him. Case closed. Might come back still. I don't know. Um, Also, uh, the day after we recorded, a bunch of stuff happened with the Redditors and Wall Street. uh, Just a whole bunch. Like I said, always happens the day after we record. But we'll have... All of our uh, opinions on that next week. We'll get our we we'll get our get our take out there. Uh, so subscribe. Don't miss that one. It'll be great. All right. See ya.